Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's the podcast that's like hanging out at the video store. See, look, a little time off and you're jumping right in. I'm doing it. You're doing I'm doing it. Oh, I'm slamming my hands on my desk. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Chris. Yes. Is one of your hosts. That's you. That would be I'm me. I'm DK, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. What the heck is going on? It's been a couple of weeks. We took a little bit of time off. Yep. Getting We're some back. business We're done. Revitalized, re-energized, regurgitated, re Yeah, no, that's that's revitalized. I'm yeah, like, we'll just we'll go with that there. one. We'll we'll stick with that one. Okay, fine. Uh, so hi, uh, we're here to talk to you about all kinds of dirty <laughs> things. Chris, first of all, what the hell's been going on? Um, well, I've been watching. I've gone back into the Viking series rabbit hole. Mm. The million episodes that it had in six seasons. So, they, I actually uh, got Bobby into Do those it. guys go berserk? Well, we started... Do they do some berserking? Yeah, they do. There's a All lot right. of blood, even for a History Channel series. Do you think any of those guys make it to Valhalla? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that rules. But it's kind of cool because it was a History Channel show. I mean, it's all dramatized, obviously, but they were using, like, real people. Like, you mean historical figures? Historical figures, yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, they were, they were, it wasn't animated or anything, so yes. Well, that's why using... I was like, what does he mean? No, no, no. All, it, most shows it, use real people. Yeah. Historical names. Historical figures. Yes. Okay. So, like, you know Eric the Red is in Ragnar Lothbrook, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. For sure. But, All the hits. like, the original Vikings was Ragnar and his sons, and then they came out with, in the last couple years, one called uh, Vikings Valhalla, which okay. was actually about Eric the Red's son. Oh, Erickson? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. That's everything I know about Norse. Right. <laughs> everything. I just gave it to you. Yeah. No, but you know me. I'm a big history guy, so... Yeah, that was, that's cool. No, I, I've heard that show's great. It is. It really is good. I, I think you, yeah. if you got into it, you'd, you'd probably like it a lot. All right. So no, that's cool, yeah. I, uh, I've i been just trying to watch all the old Joe Bob episodes I haven't seen. Yeah. So I've been last driving-ing it up like a madman. Right. And then the week before that, I watched Phantasm 2 five days in a row. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's what I've been doing. On a doing. marathon. Yeah. I finished the game Hades. I loved it. Yeah. I know I think I talked about that before. Yeah. I finished it. I had a great time. I started playing Dead Cells. It's cool. It, I, maybe I liked Hades better. But I did get the Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. Like, kind of scratches the Castlevania itch in some way. Yeah. Although it's not quite... Not quite It's not quite there. what you want for yeah. Castlevania. But it, it kind of, like, you know, you get to hear your songs you like. And you get to see some characters you like and all that. So... Yeah, it's fine. Didn't hate it. I- I'm going to continue to play it. I uh, I rewatched Flash. Did you? I-, I still have the same opinion. Same opinion? Yeah. I know they re-added it, or they added it to Max, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't had time. Yeah, to they put it on put Max, it on. so. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah, I still have the same opinion, you know. I just want to see the Batman scenes and be happy for the day. Well, I, I-, I say I see it, saw it again. Well, I did see the whole thing again. And then basically I did what you said. I just went to the Batman scenes and then, yep. you know, fast forward, fast forward. Okay, watch for five minutes. Fast forward, fast forward. Watch for five more minutes. Okay, he's dead. You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a reason. It had to happen that way, okay? It's a spaghetti event. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a spaghetti event. That's right. Jumbled in a mess, it. yeah. N- Yes. It's like feeding a uh, two-year-old spaghetti. Fair enough. All over okay. the place and shit on the floor. <laughs> Did I make I you see. almost have a spit take? It was close. Uh, yeah. It was close, but you'll have to work harder than that. I know. A little more timing. You hadn't yes. quite, quite had the There's water a lot of factors you. that had to be perfect right. for a spit take. <laughs> you weren't quite there. Almost. Uh, anything else you've been doing? I know we've been reading something... Similar to prepare for this. Yes. If, do we want to shout that out? Yeah, let's go ahead and shout it out. All right. Um, so you have the specifics on that, right? 
right? Uh, so one of the the big things that we really like to focus on are indie movies, indie comics, you know, anything anything like that. And we'd love to have more creators get a hold of us. You know, Umar is one of our 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 favorites that we've you know had, and then a lot of uh, you know other shows that we've watched and seen, and trying to talk to a lot of people are are in that indie. Mm-hmm. Kind of that indie market, let's say. Uh, And I got a uh, contact from someone from the Zombie Game, which is an indie comic graphic novel. Uh, Shout out to Written by Dan Bridges. Yes. Dan Bridges, art by Pablo Ayala. Yep. Um, And now we haven't finished it yet. No. no. I think I'm further than you into it. Right. And we're just teasing um, it. We're going to do a full review on it next episode. Yeah. But uh, the editor, uh, Emily McGinnis, got a hold of us and uh, let us have a copy. And uh, I'd have to say, you know, I'm about a little behind you are. I'm about halfway through it. Yeah. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. I love the art quite a bit. Especially. The art is the heart. I did a rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> the The art is really, really good. It's incredibly good. I... I don't know how they do that. <laughs> it's like, it's dreamlike, but realistic. And right. there's detail, but it's also kind of murky. I, it's messy. I like that. But it's also, like, really well made. So, f- for me, like, when I think of it, the, the first thing I think of is, like, how good that art is. So, that's that's a really big plus. I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just about done. And like so I said, we'll do a full review soon. Yes, yes. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get everybody on. Uh, I had sent a message and uh, maybe work out uh, during our spooky month in October and get them all. That'd be awesome. Get I mean, I think Elevator Pitch is it's it's like I never watched Squid Game, but is it it's like Squid Game but zombies? Uh, is that right? Or like a Running Man with zombies? I mean, <laughs> that's of? that's the vibe I'm getting. That's yeah. really the kind of the vibe I'm getting. Like I said, I I'm like stuck on the art. Because it reminds me a lot of the early '90s covers of uh, New Mutants. Mm. You know what I'm? You know, a lot yeah, of that. Yeah. So, uh, and you know that's it's one of great. my favorite runs. So, mm-hmm. one of my favorite runs is Logan's run. Well, or Forest. Cannonball Run. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any more runs? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that other one? It was like Run Emily Run or something like that. Run Lola Run. Run Lola Run. That was it. Mm-hmm. Does that count as a run? I, I guess. guess. I mean, you're the okay. music man, so you would know the runs better than I would. I'm very familiar with the runs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if you if you're interested, want to go along with us on next episode. Find them on Instagram, uh, the Zombie Game, and uh, it's through Latchkey Studios, and they've got it where you'll be able to buy it online. So, but we'll do, do a full a release review date? next time. Is there a release date for it? Uh, it's already out. Oh, it's out now. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes. So, uh, but I'm loving it. Good so stuff. Far. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been reading uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Back to the newer Ghost Rider. Yeah. I need to finish that second uh, collection that came out. Right. I'm about halfway through that as well. I got too many things to read. Well, you know. Yep. That's a good thing. Uh, Have you seen anything else? Have you been to the theater or anything else? Uh, I have not yet been able to go to see Blue Beetle. I just... Did you see Demeter? Yes. I didn't get to see it. I lo- let's put it this way. I liked it better than Renfield. Cool. I don't. To me, that's an easy bar to to pass. Yeah. So, I I'm not going to give it like anything more than if we would do like a one to ten. Which, like I said, if you're into into the vampire thing and into a lot of just dark around the corner kind of. You know that type of jump horror to a degree. Sure, go for it. It's a, it's there's a lot of there's several fun scenes in it if you're a horror fan. But 
it's not breaking any, uh, you know, genre, you know, <laughs> breaking films or anything like that. So. Right. Fair enough. I just kind of want like a solid Dracula on a boat. Yeah. If that's what we get, well, like a, sort of a slashery. Thing. I would, and a little bit of a spoiler. It's more of man bat on the boat. Yeah. So that's not a. That's in the trailer. I mean. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's you know, there's there's no point. Like even in the actual you know Dracula movie, Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman and all, he transforms. You mean back Bram and Stoker's forth. Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I just say the Dracula movie. But it's one of them. I know. It's like one of the. It's the, one of the best. The I agree. in capital letters. Yes. Uh, anyway, you know he transforms back and forth. This is pretty much man bat on a boat. I'm into it. Which is fine. Yeah. Although if I'm they do it. like a live action man bat, whoever did the special effects, the the visual effects on this one, I want them to do the. You're referring to the DC man bat. Yes, the DC man bat. All right. They had a man bat uh, segment in that Animatrix Batman, didn't they? I think I remember. Yeah, that. I think so. It's pretty it's cool. Been, it's been a while since I've seen that. So, uh, and there's one like where Bruce Wayne's playing golf. Yeah, that's all I remember. Those two things. <laughs> Bruce Wayne plays golf. <laughs> well, I mean, and uh, there's a man bat. Okay. Look into it. You'll love it. <laughs> So what else is going on? Uh, boy, not my. Oh well, okay. My life has been consumed by Quake Two. Okay. Um, they re-released it. Mm-hmm. It was a favorite when it was new. I'm a child of the '90s PC gaming, so right. Uh, having this classic re-released and retouched in the way that it has been is an unbelievable treat. To be honest with you, I have gotten my friends to play it with me. And I don't, I, every time we play, I'm like, guys, thank you. Like, I thank them personally. I'm like, I can't believe I get to do this one more time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's so big. It's so big for me. I love it. Um, you can do four-player co-op on the campaign, which also there's more than one campaign, which is sweet. And you just get those. Yeah. Um, tons of multiplayer maps, tons of weapons, tons of modes, tons of, like, mutators. You can turn off fall damage. You can... Always have the grappling hook. You can do. You can make it whatever you want it to right. be. And it's we've been having a blast with Quake. Awesome. Um, if you haven't played it, it's like, um, sort of dark. Someone, someone, I think referred to it as dark Goldeneye. Okay. Uh, Doom meets Goldeneye. So it is like, uh, sort of. I don't want to say goth, but it is like you know. It looks kind of like Doom. There's lots of gore and blood and, like, right. there's space marines and, like, creatures and stuff. But it plays, like, you know, kind of like Golden Eyes from the same era. So. Okay. Um, it, it's great. It's great. It's great. Highly recommend. It's $10. <laughs> it's so good. So, that's awesome. I know people have been playing Texas Chainsaw. I haven't been able to get the game yet, but right. I have watched the movie recently. Does that count? Sure. I watched Texas Chainsaw and I watched Tourist Trap. And they like really go together. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Tourist Trap, but it is uh, it, it a long like, time ago. It's t- it's like Texas Chainsaw Light. Okay. It, there's a lot of similarities in some ways. Um I could see that being a really good double feature. Yeah. But uh so yeah, I, I do plan to get the Texas Chainsaw game. I just haven't yet. I've seen some playthroughs on 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 people's channels. Yeah, and it looks pretty interesting. A little bit of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth sort of. Same studio. Yep. So, so that explains that a lot, of, a lot of similarities. So yep, yep. But no, for me, it's just been Quake and uh, Phantasm Two. That's it. <laughs> Oh, Anything else for you? Yeah, I will say I started my Lord of the Rings reading again, my annual. Yes. So uh-huh. I usually do it about this time of year. So I'm. What do you What are you starting with? Oh, I mean, are you fellowship. doing Hobbit? I'm on Fellowship. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always do the the. I do it in order on the Fellowship, and then I always finish with the Hobbit. 
I it's just a habit I've gotten into instead of doing you watch it, them in order of film release. I read them. I'm reading That's the what books, I mean. yeah. I mean, I understand. No, I misspoke. I'm so sorry. No, because I honestly, I read when I was in grade school. I read the the trilogy. Mm, I read Hobbit in fifth grade, but and the then, other ones it took me for. It took yeah, I read I read the Lord of the Rings books, the three, before I read the Hobbit. So. Yeah, I went the opposite. I did Hobbit first, and then well, I and mean, then these Lord of the Rings movies started to come out, and I said maybe I should read those. Well, I think they're related to the Hobbit. In, you know, sane people would have read them that way, but, you know. Because, honestly, <laughs> the animated movie yeah. of Return of the King was the first one that I had seen. Right. Before I actually saw The Hobbit. Yeah, those are so good. So, and I, of course, I found my uh, album book. So. Yep. Beautiful. It doesn't have too many pops and, and skips on it. I played it's it on, listenable. Yeah, I, I played it on my daughter's record album, so. Nice. And, and we were going through her albums, and she's officially up to 113. More than me. Yeah, so she's become a regular vinyl addict. A big vinyl head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, as a matter of fact, we went to a record store in Edwardsville just the other day and picked up two more. I uh, had to chill. I was buying them like crazy for a while. Yeah. And, like every paycheck, I'm like, I'm picking up a couple of records. I can't do that. I need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the space for this. Right. Uh, I'm, so, yeah, I had to chill. But, uh, yeah, I get it. I, I get it for sure. Well, you want to talk Ahsoka? <sighs> Let's talk Ahsoka. Is it time? It's time. Okay. All right. Well. There are currently two episodes of Ahsoka. Yes. Uh, Disney Plus, it's available now. We're obviously going to be doing spoilers. Right. Um, although there haven't been any many big revelations yet. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but yeah, let's just... You want to go... Okay, before we get into it, have you watched... Yeah. Did you watch Rebels? No. Okay. Nope, not at all. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Rebels and said... I should probably be watching this with my kid. Yeah. And then and then I was I keep trying to get her to watch it with me and she's like, "Nah." Yeah. I don't feel I like think it. I watched like maybe the first couple of episodes when it first came out and then like yeah. the Vader stuff. Yeah. Just because it was online and I watched it, but otherwise Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I have a general understanding of Rebels and what that story is and who some of these characters are. It's all Filoni stuff. Right. Which I've, you know, historically been up and down on. Right. But I did watch Bad Batch because my kid likes it. And so we did that one. But I don't know why we can't do Rebels. But anyway, that's yeah. between she and I. Um, so, yeah, but I'm aware of the Ezra situation. And the show, I think, does a decent job of at least giving you the basics. We're looking for Ezra. We're looking for Thrawn. More is going on than that. But I think the reason it works for me is because Star Wars always does that. That's not new. Yeah. You you go to a new Star Wars movie and you don't recognize any people and you go, what is this? Like, who's this Qui-Gon Jinn guy? You know, what what's going on here? Well, but... What time has passed? And I think the biggest problem is... The difference between the movies and this series is they eventually go in to kind of give some reference to the history of the characters. And this, if you really haven't watched Rebels or don't... I mean, if you completely went in with no clue what was going on, other yeah. than seeing Ahsoka in a couple of the Disney Plus series, you'd have you'd be clueless. I don't know. I think they do a good job of giving you enough info, to be honest with you. I I, I don't I, think it's that different from any of the other, like the, even the sequels. I, there's a lot of new things going on. New people, new Right, but, I, but like I said, in the movies, I thought in the movies they gave a little more eventual background information on than, you know, because if you go for the first Well, prequel, maybe they will. This is episode two. Well, that's what I'm saying right now with two episodes. You know, yeah. you would think, though, you know, Sabine and Hera, you would get a little more background of them together. 
We know it because we know Rebels even a little bit. If you didn't know Rebels... Well, I don't know their background together. I I just know their buddies. I've seen the mural. Well, but I mean... There's that mural. But there's still <laughs> no did, explanation for they it. They did something and now Thrawn has been banished. Okay, so. can I say the mural, mural is... I thought was horrible. I think the You're going to like use the, the animation from the cartoon instead of making it a little more like the it, people that are in the live action version. It didn't really bother me. I don't. It's just it is what it is. I just the thought art. it was lazy. I don't have anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I understood the mural helped me to go. Oh, okay. These people are all friends, and they did this in the past, and now we're looking for Ezra. Yeah. So, for me, the the mural served its purpose. Um, but you know me, I'm a visual guy, and it just, it didn't fit. You know what I'm saying? It just, you got... It, it, that didn't occur to me, though, so, right. you know. I get, I sh- I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm right. just saying that didn't happen to me. I didn't go, ooh. I just thought, oh, okay, that's what happened. There's those guys. They're all buddies. Right. Um. I really like um what's his name in the show? Um Ray Ray Stevenson. What's his character's name? Balin. Balin? Balin. Yeah. He He's great. He's the best character on the series. I He's right great now, so far. Right now. I but I also really like what Ahsoka is doing. She is sort of at least thus far sort of the wizened thoughtful mystical master because she's been around and she's in tune yeah. with the force so she'll sometimes say something like i guess we'll see or whatever it is and she'll like look around like a little bit of a obi-wan yeah. like old obi-wan i like that that feels good to me and uh, so you get a little bit of the uh or even like yoda versus luke like oh he's too He's too brash. He needs to calm down. He's too impatient. He can't... Whatever. You, th- that's echoed here with Ahsoka and her apprentice. Is Her apprentice is um, Sabine? Sabine, yeah. Right? Yeah. Who is also a Mandalorian? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Do you want to go through the... I have the plots here? Yeah, go ahead. I'll okay. go ahead through that. Let's go through that, yeah. So it starts with Balin Skull. A skull? <laughs> it's S-K-O-L-L. Skull. But like, yeah, it's Skull. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Balin Skull, a former Jedi now working as a mercenary, and his apprentice, Shin Hati. Um, Shin Hati, probably? Shin Hati. I know. Shin Hati, um, assault a New Republic cruiser to rescue Morgan Elsbeth, who had previously been captured by Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian, where they do that duel. Yeah. So if you remember that episode of Mandalorian with Ahsoka in it, the first one. Right. Um, that's who that, um, that's who that uh, Morgan Elsbeth is. Yes. And it's revealed that she is a night sister yeah. or descended from. I don't know if she's a full on night sister. She doesn't have the tattoos and stuff. No. So I don't... Well, she does a little bit. At the t- if you look at the, like her hairline. Oh, her yeah, right. She's, she's got, got that. That's so true. she may like grew her hair back instead of it being shaved. So. Hmm. Um, Elsbeth informs Skull that Ahsoka is searching for Grand Admiral Thrawn, who has been missing for years after previously being defeated by Ezra Bridger. Um, so right away we know Thrawn's on the table. We're going to get Thrawn. Right. We're looking for Thrawn. Um, and I guess these are all things that were set up in Rebels, but they, they do a pretty good job. Well, of they even know, communicated like, that in The Mandalorian. What was it? Season two? Yeah, even in the first so. one. Yeah, Thrawn's even referenced in that. Um, so um, Ahsoka and what's the robot's name? Huyang? Huyang, yeah. Hu Yang? Hu Yang? Hu Yang. Uh, yeah, Hu Yang. Uh, obtain, yeah. Is it Hu Yang? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Obtain, but that's uh, David, David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Took me a whole episode to be like, I was like, I know who that, I recognize yeah. that voice. Who is that? Uh, does he do the voice on the show too? On the No, I don't verbals? think so. No? Yeah. Uh, they obtain a map, a star map, to the location of Thrawn and potentially Bridger before being informed of Elsbeth's escape. Um, regrouping with the fleet, Ahsoka meets with General Hera Sindela, mm-hmm. whereupon Huyang 
reveals that the star map is still locked. I like um, Ahsoka's ship. Not so much the way the outside is, but the, the interior. Yeah. I love that it's it it really is like a location and less of a like oh yeah, you know, like in Mando it's like you get the cockpit. Right. But this is like Well, I mean it feels even, more like a house almost. Yeah, well even the lo- like the interior of the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. was kind of a location. I could see that, yeah. You like know, the, and the big, it, the that's common what room, it gave me room. a little bit kind of uh-huh. more of a a vibe. I really love the table that just comes out of the floor. It made me go, like, should that be real? It seems like that should be real. You could have so much more room in that room. Oh, I'm sure somebody's got, you know. When you want the table, you just press the button and there it is and all the chairs. Yeah. That's such a good idea. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Sindela advises Ahsoka to obtain the help of Sabine Wren, Ahsoka's former Padawan, in unlocking the map. Just as Wren unlocks the map, she's confronted by Shin... Who steals the map and stabs Ren during a duel. So, um, I liked the map stuff. I like that. I want that prop. I want the yeah. ball. Well, that. it looks so familiar to Here. a combination if you melded the uh, the puzzle box and the uh, orb from... I'm sorry. Do, do you mean the lament configuration? Yes. Wow. Okay. And I'm, I'm dumbing it down. Wow. And the orb that held the power stone from Guardians, mm-hmm. if those had a child, it would be that map. If two orbs did it. <laughs> well, a box and an orb. <laughs> a box and an orb. Get together. Uh, so, I, but I, I, here's another thing I liked. And this is the thing I've been noticing with the show all around. The art direction is, it seems to be purposefully... Giving you classic Star Wars, but way more vibrancy. Okay, this is where I'm going to disagree with. I love, the, I love the art direction. Every background of every shot. It normally in Star Wars, it's like a cold, you know, panels and buttons on a wall, or a star destroyer, or like a star field, right? But in this, everything in the background, like Sabine's apartment, it's all colorful. It's all it's still Star Warsy. But it, and and it seems to feel kind of like a mix of the prequels, the sequels, and the originals. It feels like all those together to me, and it's all brightly colored, and it's all so well designed and plotted out. I love the way things look, the, the paint on the walls, the different color. There's like just like one shot where they're in, like in, talking in a hallway, and there's these like weird like red circular things on the wall. I have no idea what they are, but they're like interesting to look at. And it's not just like throw some wires in some pipes back there and it'll look like star wars it seems to be way way more thought out and i think it's interesting as hell to look at i think it's thought out but in to me it doesn't it's too clean everything is too clean even you know even in the prequels you know naboo did not have that like almost generic hospital aesthetic it seemed like, and then just everything was too like. Are you crisp. talking about the palace? Because the palace totally is. Well, no, but the it, Naboo I mean, palace. But it's still, yeah. I mean, it was, but there also was. You can tell that it had been there in an age. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like CG marble. That's all I can think of is like CG marble. Well, that's when I think of see, Naboo. Right now, the you know where we differ is right now. That's the way I feel with Ahsoka. It's all really? CG, yeah. And so everything is like, so like perfect and clean. It's like, but just that room is a mess, huh? But that room is a mess. But it's yes and no. But it looks like it's actually everything is just kind of placed. It's not an don't actual mess. Don't you place mess. things in your own home? You try to arrange things and make things look nice. You in your don't own have home, a right? teenager yet in your home. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I guarantee you nothing's just placed and and set. But I don't know. I, I can't just, agree there. Like it's almost like they took the animated series, which mm-hmm. was this crisp, clean, you know, hard line. Colorful. It's very colorful. And, it's and brought into live action, which even when when the rebel thing was going on. 
I just, to me, that aesthetic isn't Star Wars. I don't love the way the show looks, no. I don't love the way... I've not liked any of the Star Wars animations except for Star Wars... Well, first of all, I love the Boba Fett animation from the Star Wars Christmas (laughs) special. I do truly love like that. If if they did a new show and that was the style, I would say, hell yes, give me that. That, That's like the fire and ice... You know, yeah, exactly. Though the, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. Um, or and I've also liked some of the some of the Star Wars Visions animations. Been really, yeah. I mean, it's all been good, but um, some some styles are like better than others. Yeah. And so, but no, I, I I feel like that this conversion from that show, the bright colors and the, it's just a different vibe. I like it. It's good because it still feels like Star Wars. But it's more colorful, and it's definitely um, fits the show and the characters being so bright and colorful and all that stuff. Well, I agree with everything, but the feels like Star Wars. I mean, it's in the Star Wars world, but like the visuals, there's you know her the radio tower thing. Yes, those were on Coruscant. You know mm-hmm. the one that Sabine is in. That's Would you similar. prefer it was a desert world? Huh? Would you prefer like a desert world? No, no, I mean, one of my favorite worlds is Kashyyyk. Oh, yeah. So, but I mean, it just, there's too many, like, everything is, in over, okay, I'm, I'm trying to articulate this, everything reminds me of right now, that episode from Mando, where they went to the Jack Black Lizzo world. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Visually? I, I don't think so. I, I, yeah. Without, I still, I, without the dirty streets that they went into the bars and stuff. I love the... I was just going to say, though, I love the the first thing I think of is that bar, the robot bar. Well, that's what I'm saying. Without that. I really like that. Without that. Without that. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of right now. But I didn't hate that episode. I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. I did. I could not stand that episode. I oversaw the program. <laughs> Give me the heavy Mando's blaster and I'll take care of it all. No! That was fun. Uh, Mando's just kicking droids to find out which one's bad. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, that's that's the first episode. Um, You know, Sabine is stabbed. Okay, can we talk about that? The first thing I said was, this is no longer a fatal attack in Star Wars. No one dies from this, so I'm not worried. Uh, at all. <laughs> Apparently, if you're a woman, you can survive getting hit in the chest multiple times with a lightsaber. I believe it was just one. Uh, it was one stab. No, um, yeah, but for her, yes. But if we mm. go back to Obi-Wan Kenobi... Here's this. She was stabbed two times. We don't know how human she was to begin with. Plus, she has the Force. She may have already had robot guts. Could be a Fennec Shan situation. Fennec Shan survived it. Is your, is your back hurting from trying to carry that theory? Oh, no. <laughs> I feel great. Yet, as powerful as Qui-Gon Jinn was, he couldn't survive a shot to the gut. His jaw shot into the back of his brain when he got kicked by Darth Maul first. So he was already paralyzed and, and dead, basically. And then he got stabbed and that was it. The kick is what killed him. Because it was a force kick. Hey. You can... That's the thing with this. You can make up whatever bullshit you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> bullshit, yeah. You can either... <laughs> it, it's all made up anyway. It's fine. But come uh, on. And the, but but, there, but the thing is, is... And then, like, the, the scene where the lightsaber is stuck in him, and it doesn't go anywhere... It's a fucking plasma intense blade that cuts through metal. You let yes, go of the goddamn lightsaber, it's gonna fall through the person. Um, if you let go, is there not a kill switch? Wouldn't it just No, it was still on when it didn't have a hold of it. I just don't you mean in in Ahsoka? Yes. Because I don't remember that. Yes. I Either way, it <laughs> it's happened. just like okay. Oh my god, make it make it make sense. 
It makes sense. It's Star Wars. No, that does There's not. There's a precedent for this. This is not new. <laughs> we can no longer be surprised by this. There is no precedence for letting up. Yes, there uh, is. Uh, anyway, we know she's not dead. Obviously. Uh, part two, Toil and Trouble. The first thing I said was there's going to be a witch in this. And boy, was there a witch. Night Sister. Night Witch. Night Witch? Night Witch. Is that a thing? No. Never. Night Witch. There's a band called Night Witch. Yeah. They have that song, Wishmaster. Right. Have you heard that song? A while back. Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> uh, let's go through the second episode. Okay. Is Night Witch a thing? From probably keeps, some other it property. It my mind. Night Witch. Not in Star Wars, but I think from some other property. Well, there's something called Night Witch in Fortnite, but I wouldn't know anything about that. No. There's a Tom Morello song called Night Witch. There's not really a Night Witch thing. Uh, Soviet female pilots in World War II. There you go. Huh. Interesting. You learned something. I'll, I'll, I'm going to Google that later. Anyway, part two, Toil and Trouble. Mm-hmm. Written by Steph Green. The first one was... Oh, no. Sorry. Written by Dave Filoni. Directed by Steph Green. first one was directed by and written by Dave. Yeah. Okay, can I? Uh, I'm gonna give one big criticism. For the most part, so, well, I won't say for the most part, but some of the stuff from Filoni I've liked. Can we be honest that he's not a great dialogue writer? He's following in the footsteps of George. You no 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 no. <laughs> you literally can sit there and go. You know, one line is said. You can go one, two, three. Next person line said one. Two, three. Well, that's not the dialogue writing. That's the dialogue delivery and editing. Well, but, yeah, the the dialogue... But he directed the first one Because you could just say it real that fast. That was like... If you wanted. But, I mean, there's there's actually not... I don't know. And I'm not a huge Mary Elizabeth Winstead fan. Which one is she? She's Hera. Green Lady. I liked her. What? She's great. No, I'm, I like that I, she's like, uh, I'm a general. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That what? Was, yeah, that was great. I, do should I know her from something else? I recognize the name. Yeah, I, she was uh, so bad. in Scott Pilgrim. She was in. Uh, she she's uh what's Ramona. Her name? Ramona Flowers. Yes, and she was in um was in Birds of Prey. Birds the... of Prey. Yes, yes. Oh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes. I really like that movie. That was the only one that I kind of liked her in. She's really Because she did not... Yeah. She's in Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. It's forgettable. I saw it like... I saw it in the theater and then like at the drive-in like twice (laughs) for some reason. So like I I feel like I'm familiar, pretty familiar with that movie for some reason. Uh, Yeah, not a whole lot else that I've seen. Yeah. But I do know who she is. Okay. Right. Anyway. I think she was very wooden in a lot of her performance. In in this? Yeah. Well, I didn't find that, but that's okay. Uh, Ren recovers and informs Ahsoka of her findings and traces the droids that attacked her to Elizabeth's factories to Corellia. Uh, cool to be back on Corellia. We haven't gotten a ton of that planet. I think we first see it in Solo. Yeah. yeah. Um. At first, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Have we seen that before? And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's in Solo. Yeah. But you don't see a whole lot of... You just see, like, um industrial area, really, right. in Solo. Yeah. And kind of the same here. Seeking the star map, Ahsoka and Sindela travel to the Karelian shipyards where they discover a massive hyperdrive being built by workers loyal to the Galactic Empire. Um, it, the dude I recognized right away from House. Yeah. I recognized him from House. And I'm like, oh, he's evil. <laughs> he's dressed. He's evil. Look at him. That guy's evil. He's up to no good. An evil accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Sindola chases after the transport, carrying the hyperdrive while Ahsoka duels Merrick, uh, a former Inquisitor working for Elizabeth. We need to talk about Merrick. Is it Merrick or Mar- Maroc? I think it's Merrick. Merrick, I think. M-A-R-R-O-K. Yeah. I like this costume. I like the helmet. 
It goes along with Balin Skull, who is sort of a medieval knight sort of vibe. Kind of. Um, I like this character. There is some... I, I have read a couple articles like, who is that? Yeah. Who is Merrick? And there's all kinds of interesting theories. One of the crazier ones is that it's uh, Starkiller <laughs> from the Force Unleashed games. If it uh, was Starkiller, Ahsoka wouldn't be dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, be honest. You know, for sure. he went toe-to-toe with Vayner, so Ahsoka, mm-hmm. no matter what the thing... Yeah, and especially, can I say, the one thing that I've not been... Balin, the way he fights, I understand. Because he's this big, brawling, almost huge, Viking knight guy that just... He is massive. You know, just, yeah. you know, it's pure power. Um, the His apprentice, I see some of... You know, the way she would fight. It's sad to say the worst lightsaber fighter when you pull away is Ahsoka. You think so? There's a shot where she's fighting Merrick that she does this twirl. And my fat ass can jump and do a twirl better than that with sabers. <laughs> I didn't notice. I, I, mean, I don't know. What go watch it about. again. There's like a pan. <laughs> okay. There's a pan shot, and she does this like turn over, th- jump, spin thing, and I she's maybe this it. far off the ground. Well, maybe she didn't need that much, dude. I'm I'm saying it from far. I didn't see that up at close. All. I, up close, it looks not bad because you can edit it properly and stuff. But there's a shot of her that's from far away. When she goes to attack, and it's like, did you not do any practice, like for a couple months beforehand? This did not occur to me in the slightest. <laughs> Go back and look I at it. it. An interesting and now fight. that I've said it, you'll look at it and be like, oh damn, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Get back no, to me next I, episode you, on that. Okay, I will. Uh, do you have any thoughts on who Merrick might be? The biggest one of the rumors is it's. Actually, Ezra. Because yeah. the guy, he, even though he was on attack, he didn't go real hard on Ahsoka. Yeah. You know, and then when she was on attacks, he kind of didn't have an issue with defending any of it too fast. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't seem too difficult. Yeah. So I can see that being Ezra, and that would that would kind of play in that he's tr- trying to track down, you know. And you never see the person without their helmet, so right. So we really have no idea, right? Somebody said it's Kylo. I think it's too early to be Kylo. No, it's no way that's uh, Kylo. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, and his fighting style is way different than what Kylo's is. Because yeah. Kylo no, I agree. does a lot like Balin. It's all I would agree that he's force more like, and strength. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, okay. A former Inquisitor. Oh, yeah. Merrick and the transport escape, but not before Sandella's astromech droid Chopper attaches the tracking device. Uh, I know everyone loves Chopper. I hear a lot about Chopper being a little rascal, but I don't. I'm not a fan. I didn't like the, I didn't like the voice. No, I know. Um, and I. It's like English. You can hear it. Yeah. It's English. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's Dave Filoni himself doing the voice. Um, and I thought Why am I not they surprised? would launch, they would launch a tracking device or something, but they just like he just throws it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, I was like, well, that's the dumbest thing so far. Right. He throws it. He just throws it. I did like that. They're like throw the tracking device, and he like can't find it. And he's like, he immediately blames someone else. Yeah. <laughs> did you move my stuff? Yeah. Did you touch my stuff? Uh, but no. In, in general, I so far Chopper has not been my guy. No, apparently from this series, Chopper has kind of this cult following, and I'm, yeah, yeah. just seeing a, a couple little snippets of it, and then watching this show, I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hurt people's feelings, but Chopper, so far, only having seen this, didn't love. Uh, after arresting the shipyard workers, I, I think they killed a few of them, uh, Ahsoka well, yeah, is contacted the by Ren. In the, in the control room. Yeah, we arrested them. Uh, Ahsoka is contacted by Ren, who is ready to become her Padawan again and find Bridger. I like the shot. I love the shot 
of Ren. Not Ren. What's her name? Yeah, Ren. Speaking of Kylo Ren. Sabine. I love the shot of her kneeling in front of the helmet and looking at it. That's a great shot. Although Um, I'm really impressed, and so is my hairstylist sister, that she cut her hair perfectly with a sword. With one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we don't know. She probably know, didn't touch I up know. after. I know. But it was <laughs> but just kind of right. funny because and silly. Because the first thing yeah. I thought I was like, that's not the hairstyle we would get. No. <laughs> if you just cut yeah. it like that. You'd get, if she uh, cut it like that, she'd get a more of a Ramona Flowers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where it's super uh, short in the back and she's got those wings in front. Yep. But I like her armor and her helmet's cool and all that. I mean, it's it's so. just about dead on accurate to the, the series, so... Now they so, did copy you know. shot for shot the final uh, f- one of the final scenes of Rebels to that end of the second episode where she walks oh. up to the painting before no, she tell me leaves. More, I, yeah. Okay, where Sabine at the end of it before she gets goes with uh, uh, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. where she's walking up to where the the mural is. Yeah, that's so you're saying that's from Rebels. That's, like that's, a that's almost scene from scene, scene to scene from Rebels. I mean, it was interesting, mm-hmm. but like I said, the art instead, of, you know, you've got all this rest of it made look real, but it literally the art is the exact same in the cartoon instead of having a little more. You mean on the mural? On the mural, yeah. Right. I just I felt that it went along with. The environments that we were, we had seen and the style already, so it didn't it didn't even occur to me like oh is that weird, so. But I mean, just me. especially watching the two, watching the animated and the the live action when they did a scene for scene shot, it's like to see almost the exact same mural, and not have any more life to it. You know what I mean? I guess I mean, more but if that's a, the style you're going for, I mean that's what it is. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to respond to this criticism. Right. <laughs> I just... <laughs> then, okay. <laughs> you know, but there was no... And I know it's the first two episodes, but we only have four more. There's no mention of Kanan. There's no mention of Zeke. Uh, there's eight episodes, right? I thought there was only six. I think it's an eight-episode okay. show. Goes till October 3rd. I'm looking at Wikipedia, yeah. so... I have the information. But, you know, like, and then a little inconsistency. There's no mention of, you know, Hera is just seeing Ahsoka and whatever, you know, in the first episode. Mm-hmm. There's no mention of her asking about Hera's son, who is Kanan's son. I don't know who Kanan is. Kanan was in Rebels. He was the Jedi that got blinded. He had the, he was uh, the Freddie Prince Jr. character. Well, I guess it makes and he sense was that they didn't bring it up group. because it didn't it hasn't been in the show. You know what I mean? But I mean he it was be... but the fact that wouldn't you if you know somebody for so long and you know they had a child, the next time you see him, oh how's You know what I'm saying? I guess, but I feel like that would be confusing to introduce that because I didn't know about that. And they well, didn't. everything like almost everything else, they assumed you watched Rebels. I guess, but for, it's. I think it's one of those things where if it's not going to be, uh, you know, every second is important, and if it's not like key to the show, I well, can there see was why a lot of the stuff. There was a lot of them staring at each other and disapproving, so they could have cut some of that out. And in the first episode. <laughs> They could have cut some right. of that out and put a little more better dialogue in. I liked that this. I did notice the the scenes had a, 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 the flow was a little on the slower side, but that doesn't bother me. See, that doesn't bother me at all. Slow burn does not affect me. I like movies that have a purpose with slow burn, but this this was these first two episodes were pretty damn slow. I didn't feel that at all. I did. Yeah. I mean, like I noticed, especially like, yeah, the, the first one. These conversations are being—I don't know—they're they are slow moving. I agree with you there, but it didn't. I wasn't sitting there going, "Oh, get oh, get on with it." Like it didn't. I didn't feel that at all. Yeah, I, I there was a few scenes that I had that feeling. I was looking at the backgrounds, and they're great. Okay. Uh, last sentence here. Okay. 
Elizabeth is contacted by Skull, Hati, and Merrick, who obtain the hyperdrive so they can finish building their ship, the Eye of Scion, and find Thrawn. Cool little circular space guy. That reminds me of... A halo. No, it reminds me of Star Wars. It reminds me of... Um, oh, the hyperdrive for Obi-Wan. It's like a hyperdrive, external hyperdrive, yeah. But that <clears> one's for, huge. So that's why it, re- yeah. it, remind, it reminded me of Halo. I guess, yeah. I mean, obviously a big space ring is going to make you think of Halo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, sure. Um, but I... No, that didn't occur to me. I was just like, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan's ship had that. Yeah. If it's like the same thing. But... Um, I love, really, truly liked a lot, maybe loved, that last world that they're on there. And I don't remember the name of it. Um, and it's all that forest, and there's a storm coming. Oh, yeah. And they there's that henge. I don't know what else to call that. Is it a hinge? Like a stone hinge? Yeah, but like I know what you're talking hinge? about. Space hinge. Where it had the, the map, where it, you know, yeah. it enveloped them. I love the look of that. Yeah. I love the vibe there, the sense of, and, and just the way everybody looks on screen. There's just something about, like, I want to watch that scene over. There's something delicious about all that. That was I the most, that. that scene, I think, to me, was the most Star Wars feeling. Beautiful. Scene. Yeah, I really There was a lot the of the other stuff really didn't, you know, I didn't feel it. Like, even even with the scenes from the sequels, which, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the sequels. But they all still had that Star Wars feel to them. It's just, other than really that, and maybe... I know they tried to reproduce the Rogue One intro. Or, or I shouldn't say exit in Rogue One at the end of, you know... With the beginning of Ahsoka with Balin going through... Oh, you mean Vader? Yeah, the Vader. Is, you yes. know, they kind of. Yes, I was very happy that we got to see him do something right away. Right, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but that ending scene, I really, I want to watch that again specifically. That was really cool. The map, just the vibe there. The, I, yeah. I really like that. That's how I said that was about the only set to me that really felt Star Wars. How do you feel about this um, different galaxy thing? I know they've played this, this a lot in the Rebels, and then this World Between Worlds thing is going to play real big. I'm fine with, because Star Wars is supposed to be in an extremely expansive galaxy, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, in the Disney Plus, we really haven't seen that. You know what I'm saying? We've gone to a lot of the same places over and over so, and yeah. over we've again. To, we've been to Tatooine so yeah. many times. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I fully agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know until I see it. I know we're going to get space whales. I just yeah. know that's happening already. I've seen screenshots of it. It was in Mando. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just... My initial reaction was like, hmm, okay. That's something that happens in Dune. Stargate. That's something that happens. Yeah. That's something that happens. And that's what really kind of also reminds me of with the ring and everything else. It's just a space Stargate. For legal reasons, it's a Fargate. Yeah. It goes far. It's nothing to do with Stargate. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Aqua Teen Hunger Force reference. Sorry. It is a Fargate. Uh,. I like this concept. I like there being a little bit of sci-fi mystery actually happening yeah. in Star Wars. Um, but my initial reaction was kind of like, ooh, okay, they've already done this. They did this in the... It's another situation where they're going back to the expanded universe right? and and plucking an idea. When still not saying the expanded the universe doesn't exist. Well, in this situation, and there's no way they're going to do this. Jeez, I, I don't know, but... In the books, around the year 2000, there is a major event that takes place, which includes the death of Chewbacca, which is called the New Jedi Order. Yeah. And in this event that takes place, 
these extragalactic invaders come to this galaxy. The Yuzan Vong is what they're called, right? Yeah. And they come just to take over. I, I I don't remember what they're are they looking for resources or what, but their whole thing is they're not they're not in the force. They're right. not within the force. So like there's even a new Jedi Order at this point who has gained some power, but they're having trouble even dealing with them because they're not in the force. Yeah. And their technology is so different from ours, right. quote, that they're very tough to deal with. Yeah. Um so that's immediately what I think of is like, oh, they're not gonna do that. But it's that same idea of there's we're going to other galaxies right. at this point. Right. Well, uh, and that's the one big thing that I've had the issue with also. That and I think that this is not necessarily a writer's thing per se, but this is a Disney thing. Cause they don't really want to make the financial commitment to the EU writers. So they're like, we're gonna like you said, the the Fargate. <laughs> yeah. For legal reasons. For legal reasons. You know. <laughs> they're using this stuff from the, you know, expanded universe, but they're changing it just enough. Yeah. That the oh. people that created this stuff does not get any credit for it. Yeah, that's horseshit. Yes. That needs to stop. I fully agree right. with that. Well, um, and then, but but like I said, it's it's just the hypocritical of Kennedy when they're saying one, there's no written material for Star Wars, you know. Yeah, but only because they say there's not. That's what I mean. Until <laughs> they need exist. it, until they're you know, <laughs> until they're shitting the bed and they need uh, it. Guys, Thrawn is and, from that. Yeah, You're, a big draw to your show is Thrawn, right. and that's from that EU. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I can only agree there. It's and that's really that's one of the reasons I cannot stand her. One of many. But uh Oh, that reminds me, did you see, did you notice what's that ship called? Is it called the E Wing? Uh everyone go to your Google and look up E Wing. Yeah, that's it. I th- I don't know if those have been in live action before. Ewing escort starfighter. This is only for the true Wookiee heads out. Right. Um, you have a screen share. One second. I'm trying to find the first appearance to see if this is okay. because, like, it's something that's been talked about for a long time. Like, I, I it's even in like, um, I'm pretty sure it's in that old book. Do you remember the the book of? What do you call that? What was that book? It was like a Star Wars Essential Guide to Ships and Vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's in it's there. It's like a famous Encyclop- Star Wars book. The Encyclopedia of Ships and... Yeah. I think it's like... bit. It was in there, even. And they appear I'll in... I'll say that's like the only... That's one of the only times that... They appear... This ship appears in Dark Empire. Okay. Empire's End. Crimson Empire. Dark Saber. God, I haven't Planet seen that. Planet of Twilight. Yeah. All these, all these new Jedi Order books that I've been talking right. about. It's in almost every single one of them. Um, but I don't think it's been in live action yet. I think that was the first time we actually saw one. Yeah. So that's really cool that that finally got to be. And it's like, you know what? This is only for the real nerds, but it looks like an X-Wing. It's, but it's the, the, the wings don't, they don't have the S foils. Right. The, the X, the X thing. Uh, but it's a cool ship. I like it. It's one of my favorite starfighters. And I, I don't know about you, but I used to love that book, that essential guide to vehicles. Oh yeah, I'd go through it and look at specs all the time on that. Yeah, and I would memorize those things. And I also had there's one for characters and there's yeah. one for whatever. I had those. I loved them. Um, so it is cool again to to see them. Just like in in Mando when they pulled that juggernaut vehicle. Right. It's like. Who cares? It's like a dumb tank. Yeah. But for me, I was like, oh my god, they're they're paying. Yeah, you to this saw thing it one time like. and never had a you know you had a, the a toy for it and yeah. Let's see. Awesome. Did you have an image on the E wing? Mm. Yeah. That way, so everybody that's watching can. It's and it's not even like that big of a deal, but I it's just fun. Uh, let's see here. This is the actual page from. Okay, open, please. Oh, boy. It's too big? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> this is what happens when I try to use the internet. Right. 
how do you how does one oh boy this is a good podcasting is what minimize minimize the or reduce the image percentage no oh i got it no i got it i got okay. it Uh-huh. Well, this is going to be worth it. People are going to see this. I know, and lose. right? They're going to lose their minds. <laughs> They're going to lose their minds. Well, hey, let's because be honest. I... Some of the younger people won't know what it even looked like. Can I just share? Ah, whatever. Here it is. Okay. All right, here it is. Again, you're going to lose your minds. There it is. <laughs> the E-Wing. Yeah. And that's the page from the book. That's cool. You have room for R7 astromech droid in sealed compartment. Um, boy, there's proton torpedoes on board, so that you know this boy's packing heat. Yeah. Um, you got your laser cannon on top. I mean, it's all here. What more do you need? Nose cone with sensor array. <laughs> uh, boy. You know it's, what? It's silly, but I love it. This reminds me of a. Um... Battlestar Galactica Viper modified. Viper? Yeah. Let me, let me look at it. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Galactiva. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. if Can you still see that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I can see. I mean, that's clearly very similar right. i mean it, it looks like an x-wing without the wings on right is what it really looks like yeah <laughs> anyway that is ship talk star wars ship talk for the day <laughs> uh ship talking come on you got some ship talk to me yeah you talking ship what if there's ship barbie <laughs> i'll ship you off <laughs> ship you off any day of the week did you see Barbie? No. <laughs> you sound so I have so no sad. desire to see it. No. No. Zero, like, please stop. Zero I loved desire it. To I see thought it. Barbie was fantastic. Um, I have this little rock that's a heart. That's how I feel about the Barbie film. Look at that. That's yeah. smooth. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to cover before we sign off? Not really that off? I can think of right now. You know, we're just getting stuff organized for our Halloween month. So you know we go up. big. Yeah, we'll do some big stuff in October. Right. Uh, please join the Discord yes. if you haven't. Yes. That's number one. We want to see you in there and uh, chat with you about your favorite Star Wars ships. We're we're uh, working on doing a live sometime before we leave for the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. So we'll let everybody know on that one. If you want to chat with me about Phantasm Two at any point, uh, I'll be in the Discord server. There's a link. In the description of the show. Uh, tell me your tall man theory. Do you think Mike is the tall man? Man. Just an idea. That's a... If you watch Fantastic yeah. Four, there's one moment when you... Anyway, we'll talk about... It. It's like somebody somebody talk to me about this, please. Um, that's it. We that's actually... Media. Thinking back on it, that's actually a pretty damn good theory. This is just... I've seen them all. So, and I say I just watched Phantasm Two. I watched them all multiple right. times over the last. I just turned them on while I'm at work. <clears throat> um, I have a new appreciation for Phantasm Four. I really like. I mean, I liked it before, but I. Anyway, we can't talk about Phantasm. We got to stop. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, we're on social media, but really, I, I prefer if you're going to do anything, get get in that yep. uh, get in that Discord. Let's give leave us a review, Spotify. If you could, yes. or just get, just a star rating would be awesome. Give us a, we, uh, a, a us. like yeah. and a subscribe on YouTube. You'll see us on mm-hmm. there. Uh, now, I will say you put out a tweet on our show page uh, about if there's any independent movie or comic book creators that want to... Anything you're working on. Yeah. If you've got a, a, you know, a dramatic podcast or a comics or art series or a film or whatever it is, even music, a record or whatever. Right. Let us know. We want to cover you. We want to support indie projects, and we love them. Yep. We do them ourselves. I just put a song out for my group, Home is Midnight. Right. The song is called Hurt Me. You can get it out there. It's been described as horny. Yep. Um, so check that song out. 
And uh, but please, uh, if you have a project, get get with us. Send me a DM or or, or let us know somehow. Um, we want to get you on and talk about your thing. Definitely. And I actually I've gotten back into working on my issue number one of Bad Company. Nice. So nice, nice, nice. hopefully here in the next, maybe at the beginning of the year. Huh? Okay. <laughs> no, maybe at the beginning of the year I'll be looking for an artist. So hey, all right, awesome. Because I have a particular style that I'm looking for. So, all right. But I've got, I've added to the original one that you've seen. I've added probably another ten pages. Hey, great. So, comics, guys, we love yes. them. So. All right, well, that's all I got this week. So we will be back in two weeks. No delays. We will talk to you in two weeks. We will talk about more Ahsoka, probably. Yep. And uh, anything else? Is there there a movie? No, there's no movies for No, yeah, that's the one thing we haven't talked about. Dune got delayed. That sucks. I hate it. Several things got delayed. Yeah, but Dune is the worst. Dune is the worst. Which I don't understand because, and I get Warner the Brothers, whole, what are you doing? I I get the whole aspect of what's going on with the strikes, and you know the actors aren't going to do press or anything. But this was the one movie that I think almost every cinephile was waiting on, and yeah. I think just for word of mouth, probably would have carried this pretty well. Mm-hmm. So. It's a bummer. Yep, it is. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. All righty. Let's end on a downer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Talk to me about Phantasm. Uh, We love you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.